Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I'm here with um, a dear friend that I met through Instagram, but I was very inspired by her content. She runs a page called Food, Fitness, and the Gospel. Her name's Rayanne. Um, and Rianne, we're so excited to have you here today. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what led you to start sharing your story? I know you have YouTube, Instagram. Tell us how that all started, too. Sure. Thanks, Erica. I'm so honored to be here today, so thanks for having me. Um, so I um, I live in Michigan, and right now I currently stay at home with my two boys, um, but it's been quite a journey, and so I'd love to share a little bit about my story. So growing up, I was raised in a Christian home, which was wonderful, but late middle school, early high school time, my parents separated, and that was kind of hard for me at the time, mm-hmm. and I really just invested a lot in my friendships and you know I kind of went down the path where I really thought that my appearance was really important and just gaining the approval of my friends and so I just started to not even really knowing what I was doing but I started to just restrict my food and um, then a few years later in college it kind of like swung the other way to be honest there's so I went to a state school here in Michigan and there was just so much food all around I found myself on the other extreme and I had no idea why I couldn't understand why I wasn't able to control my food like I had in years past Mm -hmm. and so I was just like literally that was a really college was a really hard time for me I I like I said I was a woman of faith I was Mm -hmm. you know involved in bible studies and had great friendships, but I did go through certain phases where I, like I went through a partying phase because I was just, you know, I was searched doing a lot of soul searching and Mm -hmm. with food struggles, it just, I couldn't understand why, you know, if I want to eat the certain way, why I'm not able to stick to that for any kind of length of time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, after college, my struggle morphed into a different type of struggle with food. I it wasn't necessarily so fixated on like dieting and having such a strict eating plan per se, but I just fell into a pit of stress in because I was mm-hmm. in the corporate environment right after college and it literally ate me alive and I just like drowned it myself in yeah. food, like totally hid it all in secret and you know, was, it was, was able, I think, to just, you know, hide it in certain ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was a really, really rocky road for me for definitely a few years. And again, I tried a lot of things, um, especially, you know, even back when I was in college, I tried different, there, different types of therapy, different support groups, obviously dieting, um, you know, and then even tried um, a few other things when I was in the corporate world too. um, Because I, dieting, I, dieting had fell, fallen short for me. And so then I definitely was like, okay, well, this is deeper than what a diet can fix for me. Like, I know there's something internal going on, but for whatever reason at that time, therapy wasn't, it wasn't clicking for me in that, in that season either. And then my third struggle, um, was after I kind of got the stress under control, I threw myself into like, I was still working, um, Mm -hmm at the time my my same day job but at night and on the weekends I threw myself into like fitness accomplishments and I Mm. was like oh you know like okay like I have this stress thing figured out yeah I you know like I'm chasing after this like perfect um eating plan to fuel my workouts because I was trying to like win races and it was just pretty Mm. out of control right and so and in that season I had thought that I that my struggles were gone and um like well, I'm sure we'll get to that point, what what kind of brought me to my rock bottom and what led me to turn to God and all of it. But those were my three different types of struggles. Like yeah. one was a diet binge struggle. One was a stress eating, emotional overeating. And my third struggle was this like obsession, like orthorexia, basically. It was just mm-hmm. obsession with, um, you know, a hyper controlling my food and having perfect, like I wasn't necessarily restricting my food. I was getting all the fat, the, the, the protein, the carbs, but I was so obsessed. So those were yeah. kind of like different stages for me over time. Yeah. 
I love that. I And I think so many women can like identify with, with your story because I know like I have been through all those stages as well. Like it was kind of in reverse for me because I was like hyper into running and competitiveness when I was young. And then college happened and then the stress happened of being a mom and all of that. And, um, but yeah, food was that entire time food was my go-to and it was my struggle. Um, and you know, and I, I'm a very transparent on this podcast that it still is my struggle. So I'm like, I'm just so excited to talk to you about all this because I think there's power in like listening to someone's story that has overcome it and really seen fruit from it. Cause like it gives you hope to keep going because I think the enemy wants to keep us stuck. Right. In all of this. Oh, totally. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And I love, I really love that you point out too about, how you the hyper focus on athleticism was not like the best case scenario and it was actually another place of sin because for me I had never really connected those dots before reading some of the stuff you wrote because I thought like I have that time period of my life on a pedestal in my head like that was the time period when I was in control of my eating when I was very athletic when I had things under control but I mean, in a sense, you're kind of making a god out of that too, and it's there's sin there too. Even though you look good on the outside, maybe it's not. You know, there, there's talk about that a little bit, like how you saw, I don't know, like a sin struggle maybe in all areas. Like, what? How did you come to the realization that it was sin in the first place? Yes, yes. So that's a great question, and I totally think it's like one of the biggest lies that the devil tells us like there's so much deception but again I'm I literally was exactly like you like I looked back at that season that I had and I was just like oh my like it's pedestal is exactly right because I was just like pining to get back to there or like just like going you know through photos and all of it but so it really God really revealed that it was deception because what happened for me and I don't know how it was for you but I, I was kind of in this, I like you, you, I could call it my glory days, my fake glory days. Yeah. And I got, I got to a certain point and I was just like, like, okay, like I feel like I should feel like fulfilled. Like I mm. feel like this, like I'm at the top of my game. I'm like, I'm eating great. I look great. And I, it still fell short. So I didn't even really see it as sin at first, but I first saw it as like, I have to, like, what else do I have to do? I have to keep chasing. Like, I have to go to greater lengths to do bigger races or get more friends in this community or, or like, do all these things to even, like, look better or, like, or do this as a profession or, like, there was no end to it. And I think that's, that's, for me, Mm -hmm. that was the beginning of, like, oh, wow, like, this isn't it. Like, the, like, the false perception that... Like, it was all a facade. It was all a mirage of, like, the devil was saying, like, oh, this is it. Like, this Mm. is what you should live for. This is what life is all about. And it was not – it was totally empty of the Mm. peace of Christ. And so when God finally came around and and said, Rand, that's just as much, even though the world praises it. And, yeah, like, you're – God basically said, Rand, in each season, you were chasing something different. So, like, in the very beginning, in high school and college, you were chasing after approval Mm. and happiness and ease, Right. And then in that stress eating time and emotional overeating, I was, I was literally chasing comfort. I was yeah. literally like, I need security. I need comfort. And then I was, and then in my like fitness fanatic phase, it was just like, I was chasing like fulfillment, achievement, performance, like something to give me that, like, re- like that fulfillment, like that reassurance, that like validation, mm. that identity, that worth and all of that, that whole time. God was saying, Rand, you made all of these things your God in these different seasons. And he's like, that's my role. Like, and the peace that I'm going to give you is going to be way better than all of those things. But you don't really realize it. Like, we could chase after money, fame, all the things for our whole life. And then, you know, some people realize it, praise be to God. But other people just keep chasing it until until their deathbed. And until I actually, like was like, okay, God, well, if that's the case, then show up with your peace. Like, until I, like, felt that from Mm -hmm. him where, okay, now I know my identity's in you, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And, uh, like, it's hard. Like, we can go into it and maybe possibly a different question. But, but, like, I never actually, like, 
felt the peace of Christ or like felt like, like what it felt like to know that my identity was in him and not in any of these other things. And mm. so it's kind of like hard to describe, but like, yeah, once I finally realized, like I was, there was like two extremes. Like mm. it was like, and you know, like, the, like I was always going for one extreme, you know, like it was either like restricting performance, happiness, ease, whatever. Or it was like overindulge and like, yeah go all in and like thinking that that's gonna at least from a food perspective right Right. but like I think now and like after now that I'm out of my struggle with food like I'm definitely like obviously I'm not like a sin-free person like there's other struggles that God is God is challenging me like okay Rianne like Mm -hmm. I keep asking him like I feel like you know and we don't have to go into those struggles, but I'm like, okay, like I know I'm chasing something here and the yeah. devil's showing up in the same ways with the pride, the shame, the fear, the apathy as he did in my food struggle. So God help me lay this down. So right. yeah, that's, I, I think I, that's I, such a good question, like to kind of hone in on maybe someone who's listening and saying, I know that this is not right, but I'm not sure like what I'm doing wrong or, or how I'm, you know, and just asking yourself, what are you chasing? You know, and, and like, that might be a good question to start with, I think. Um, I can so relate to chasing comfort personally, like in my own story, because I think I've been, I've gone through quite a few health struggles in the last few years. And all I really want at the end of the day is to feel normal and to not have the health struggles. And so I eat to kind of like numb that, not like, I know it doesn't numb it, but for a minute it makes me feel good. And so I just want to feel, you know, you just want to feel good. You want to feel like a normal person again. Um, but the hardest things really is sitting with God in, in that disappointment and in not feeling good and just saying, here I am, like, I don't feel good. Like, and, and you talked about that a little bit in your book that I read, which by the way, you guys, I will put the link for that below. It's amazing. Her book, or actually, I think you sign up through your email or something, but we'll put, we'll make sure to get you guys the link. But her book is amazing because it really details all these things that we go through and the ways that we try to cope and stuff. And so, but I just, I love the way your book really pointed that out to me and helped me kind of see the light with that too, what, what I was chasing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when I finally admitted that like sin, when I, when God revealed to me, when I finally admitted that like sin always is going to feel really good in the moment. And, and like, that, there's like brain kept like dopamine. There's yeah. all kinds of things that happen inside of us that literally draw us to like instant hits of social media or food or yeah. like, there's so many different things that will give us that fix. But once I finally admitted that like, yeah, like I like this, but, and I, but I know in the long run, it's going to lead to destruction mm. and it's going to leave me aching. God basically showed up and was like, Rayanne, like the thing about being in this world and being in this world, but not of this world is like, Rayanne, you have to know that I, even though I am here for you and I am your peace, you won't really fully be like have a feeling of being at home until like you're in heaven with me and so like in this world like you are going to experience sadness and anger and like I've like it's exactly what you said like you were like at the end of the day it's I might have to sit in disappointment from something that happened that day and I never had allowed myself to feel those feelings Mm. because I was always like I, I would never even like, it was like, I had a thought to eat and I ate and that was like it. And so, and we can talk more about like the the battle and how to like put put space in, in the, between those two things. Mm -hmm. But like, God was basically like, Ryan, you, once, once I finally, like with God's help, allowed myself to feel these feelings and Mm -hmm. know that like, I'm going to experience these things. It's part of being human. Like it's in heaven. I won't have these feelings, but like here, here, God is here for me in right here in this feeling and it's okay. And he's going to be my comfort, but it doesn't mean that it's not still a broken world. Yeah. So I think that was another thing that allowed me to just like, instead of like formally, like plowing through the boxes being like, okay, like mm-hmm. God, like we have this open line of communication now and this is where I'm at. And I'm not like, I'm not liking this or like, tell me, you know, like I spewed it all out to him, you know, yeah. and Tell us a little bit about that, like, that point for you, the kind of where you hit rock bottom, like, how did you, 
Like, cause I know for me, I'm, I'm struggling with, have I really surrendered this? Like, I feel like I've surrendered it 10 times or 20 times or whatever, but then I wonder like, you know, and I, I loved the way in your book, you really went through like how you hit rock bottom. So just tell us a little bit about that and how that worked between you and God. You know, what was his response to that? How did that go? Yeah. So it's kind of multifaceted, but, but what had happened on the food front was I had tried so many different things. Like I knew that food was a struggle of mine. Like I definitely had seasons where I was like kind of apathetic and I didn't really want help. And I was kind of denying my struggle, but for the most part, I like for all intents and purposes, I knew that I struggled with it. And I tried, like I said, like different diets and different types of therapy and even different like online health coaching programs. But honestly, none of them were really, faith-based and so after trying all of those things I and I God basically was like through doing like through experiencing all of those different things after every one God was showing me why it wasn't like why it wasn't working like obviously I was drawn to it for some reason because it promised it would bring like true healing um but then it always fell short so then that was like after that point I was like I literally have nothing else to try Mm -hmm. and so I'm like just going to go to you, God. But, and I actually don't talk about this a ton in the book, but one thing that was a huge kind of like rock bottom point was I actually, I birthed my son. He, um, he's so amazing. He's six years old. But at the time when I was pregnant, I didn't know that he has Down syndrome. And so it was a surprise Mm -hmm. at birth. And so that was like a really big wake up call for me. Like Mm -hmm. the odds of, like I was 31 at the time and the odds my odds of birthing a child with Down syndrome were one in 800. Mm. And so I was like, okay, so I'm the one in Mm. 800. So like, okay, God, like for me, that was plain as day that like, you are real. Like God, you are real. You Mm. picked, you picked Jake and I. And so from there on out, because right before I birthed him Mm -hmm. was, I was like knee deep in my fitness fanatic phase. Mm. So like right after I birthed him was when God started revealing like all of these things to me that like, maybe that was a struggle. Like maybe that, that wasn't like this put on a pedestal time. Right. Mm. And so, um, then it was just like a journey from there on out. But I think now it kind of, that's kind of leads us into, um, like a good, uh, an interesting part of my story is because you were talking about, I feel like I've given this to given this over to God. Yeah. Um, so like in January, mm-hmm. um, this, this past January, I, I, I honestly had never really planned to like make an Instagram account or anything like that. Like that was never part of my thing. Like, Oh, yeah. I have to be healed so that I can help others in, in this type of way. Mm-hmm. But, but last October I was laid off from the job I was currently working at. And then I spent three months like trying to find something and I wasn't finding anything. And I had three months of severance left. And so in January I was like, okay, God, like what, like, where am I? what do you want? What do you want here? And he was like, you got to start. Something. It, it, it was all things that he had revealed to me. But at that point, it never before, like, I, I was just like, okay, like now that I'm actually actively talking about this, like, I don't ever remember like one point in time years ago when I woke up one day and I wasn't healed and I woke up the next day and I was. And so right. I think that's what that I think is, was helpful for for me to, um, like, I'm like, okay, like think about Paul in the Bible, like Mm -hmm. his transformation was like instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And so, but other people like maybe say like a Peter, I think it like took time. Yeah. The years that he was with Jesus. Yeah. And so it doesn't, I mean, the Bible doesn't say, but Mm -hmm. I just think like, I mean, it was like a bumpy. Well, yeah. It's like, it's like when he denied Jesus, he wasn't at the point of giving his life, but then we know he later died as a martyr. So like it, God, yeah. Like God brought him through that journey to the point where he was ready to stand up for his faith. Yes, exactly. And, um, and I think, I feel like the one piece of encouragement I want to give for somebody that is in that situation where they're like, well, where am I at in this journey? Like I, you know, like I, it it brings me back to like accounts that I used to read where people would be like, Oh, I'm binge free for X amount of days. And like, I never like had like, great. If that Mm -hmm. somebody great for me, like I never had like, I never had a calendar like that. Like Mm -hmm. I never, like my journey was never that way at all. And so for me, I once 
um, maybe briefly we can touch on like the, the battle part. Where, yeah, I was going to ask you that next. Like, I'd love yeah. to know what your battle plan was, like how you start, started to see God show up in that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I'll get to that. But basically, part one part of this, the battle plan, which I'll talk about in a second, is like I got to a point where I was like, okay, like I'm claiming like I'm not like this is not a struggle of mine. Mm -hmm. And so like I think that there's a difference between like being in a life of sin Mm -hmm. and like having a moment of sin that I like immediately recognize and give to God. Like I think that there's this balance of living in in the fact that like I'm human and you know like but but like once you realize the gospel, like once you embrace the fact that like God loves you. Jesus died on the cross to save me from the penalty of my sin, which Mm -hmm. is death, but also from the power that sin has over me. Mm -hmm. Like once you realize that, like there's no unknowing that. So immediately at that point, even though like my actions might have like looked a little bit in the gray, right? Like I still was like claiming it all over the place that Mm -hmm. like I'm not in bondage to this anymore. And Mm -hmm. I felt like that just like helped me just like continue in that road. So basically the journey briefly, like the journey that God led me through is mm-hmm. basically the news of the gospel. So first he, he told me that my struggle was sin and Satan's the one that's behind sin. But he was like, I'm showering you with my love. And he like revealed to me the depth and intensity that God loves us. And then because of that love, Jesus came to save us. So mm-hmm these were all things I believed before, but I didn't really make the connection of like Jesus dying on the cross. What does that really mean for my struggle? Yeah. And so when Jesus died and rose again, um, I always knew like, Oh great. Now I get to be in heaven with him. But I never made a connection that like it has implications for us here on earth. And so I knew the penalty part, like, okay, Jesus dying saved me from the penalty. But when he rose again, that proved that he won the victory over sin, death and the devil. Mm. And so, then now knowing that equipped with that, like equipped with that knowledge, now that just like opens up the, the gate for the Holy Spirit to come in and do the work inside of us. Mm-hmm. So what the battle is, is every single day, the Holy Spirit would help me do exactly the opposite of whatever the devil was telling me to do. And I, at the time I didn't understand, I didn't know, like what like what I know now and like Mm. what a healthy relationship with food looks like and I didn't even back then I didn't even really know that like God intends food and our bodies and fitness to be a gift Mm -hmm. like I think at the time if you I didn't know right so if the devil was telling me like um if the devil was telling me like in the morning like okay Rayanne you gotta like again go into like hyper control mode Mm. eat all the foods that you know like that you're supposed to eat and Mm -hmm. like food has this good or bad performance element to it yeah right like in the beginning of the day the devil always and I always thought that that was very god like I thought that that was soaked in god like I thought that that was like okay god want you know like healthy equals god right like and so, but it, it, in essence, I didn't realize it, but that was a very like restrictive mindset, even though like maybe I wasn't like, it wasn't that I was not eating anything, mm. but my, my brain was still feeling like deprived because I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to eat tonight, like all the things I'm supposed to eat throughout the day and I'm just going to go to bed and it's going to be fine. I didn't realize that God had gifted us with all foods. I thought certain foods were not like, I thought God hated certain foods, right? Mm. Like, like how can a cookie be good? Right. It had brought me so much pain. Yeah. But anyways, and so then that was like the beginning of my day. So I would try to go into my day thinking like, nope, like I'm going to have a breakfast that I enjoy that in- does include the, like the cheese, the, you know, the egg or whatever, like includes like all foods. Right. Yeah. Um, and then later on in the day when normally I would have been super tempted to like, you know, maybe if something stressed me out or maybe just out of pure habit, I would be tempted to like go after all the food that was like that was probably a bigger battle for me than the earlier in the day like the adding in all of the good like the the taking the steps to actually enjoy food Mm -hmm. like for me wasn't that hard because I was like okay like I'm 
at a certain point, like I was afraid of avocado, but I'm like, okay, like mm-hmm. God, I'm going to, I'm going to trust God to like add in like yeah. all, all foods. Right. But it right. was really the back half of the day that was a true battle because for me, it was like compulsive eating. Like it was mm. literally automatic. And so those patterns, um, you know, people say that it's like an addiction or, or whatever, like people can call it whatever it is, whatever they want to call it. But for me, it was just a food struggle. And I would go to town mm-hmm. typically at night and all the boxes because of X, Y, Z. And so, um, this was, this was so, um, helpful for me to, to take the steps of, like, it's only a few short steps, but, um, the first step was like, God was basically like, okay, Rain, think about what you think about. And then he revealed to me what is of him and like, what is the devil? And, I, and back then, almost all of my thoughts were like, God was basically like, okay, like that's the devil trying mm-hmm. to get in there. Like that's deception. So like for encouragement for anybody out there, mm-hmm. instead of thinking our, our struggle is like an external struggle, because the word of God says like our battle is not against flesh, flesh and blood. Right. It's literally in our mind. So right. the first step is just to think about what we think about and know that like, this is the battle that we are in, embarking on mm-hmm. against the devil. So, and if you don't know, like, I don't know what is a lie from the devil. I don't know what's a thought from the devil. Just ask God to reveal it to you. But for me, it was, it goes back to those two extremes, like restriction or like overindulgent, excessive overindulgence. Yes. Um, then that's the first step. So then the second step, um, Oh yeah, that that was step one and step two. So think about what you think about, and then re- ask God to reveal the lies. And then the third step is for whatever the devil is telling us, we take those thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. And so I never really like put thought into what that verse meant um, in Second Corinthians when yeah. Paul talks about that. But I literally took what the devil was saying and I like put it away in my brain, mm. or like put it in a different spot in my brain. And I had this as oh, he is wanting me to think this. He's wanting me to be deceived in this way. He's wanting to discourage me. He's trying to distract me. Like those are the three big things that mm-hmm. the devil would do. So mm-hmm. then once I like took them captive and I basically was like, okay, I, these messages don't have any meaning mm-hmm. um, at all. Like I had to look at it as a lie, which yeah. for a long time, like I said before, I like had the thought and I would just – eat the food so yes. like yeah uh, mentally prepping that like I can expect these thoughts to come mm-hmm. because I'm not just gonna wake up tomorrow and the devil stops attacking me like he's it's worked before so he's going to send me these messages mm. and so I need to expect them to come and then the fourth step is 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 not fearing the devil's thoughts and so I could expect them to come and so because I knew they were gonna come I was mentally prepared to not be afraid of them and so I, in order to do that, I would have to take my emotional reaction out of it. Mm. So like the devil would try to like get me to like, and actually like engage in a battle with him. So yes. the devil would be like, eat the food. You're going to feel so much better. And I would, I would, I would want, I would engage with battle with him. I would say, no, you know, like I would go back and forth. I would literally fight with him. He would say, eat the food. I would say, no, he would say, eat the food. I would say, no. And white knuckling it through that is what it never worked for me. And so then other, other times I would try to negotiate. I would be like, okay, well, like, I'm just going to eat some of it. And then that will like, that will curb my craving. And I'm sure I won't like eat all of it. And like that never worked either because Mm -hmm. I just sat, it was like, he was like wanting me to self-sabotage and he was like, oh, now you're a terrible person. You ate some of it, just eat all of it. And he will go to any lengths, any degree to like take you out. But so then like the next step is, um, so then once I stopped fearing them, Mm -hmm. the next step was to claim victory over them. Mm -hmm. And basically that's going into it, knowing that, you already like knowing that his messages have no power because like this is what the Holy Spirit like the Holy Spirit does this in you like this is not you trying to do these steps mm-hmm. this is like what the Holy Spirit will naturally do in you mm-hmm. when when you realize like that we that you're in this thought battle with the devil and that you have like already won it before like it's even occurred yeah so like 
what would happen is like I would know that these messages would come at nighttime because that was a really always hard time for me. Mm-hmm. And so like t- taking out that emotional reaction mm-hmm. and knowing that like, okay, yup, devil, like I see what you're trying to do. I know that your tactic is like, oh, yup, I'm going to feel better. Like eating this food, like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're totally right. You're twisting the truth or like, you're telling me the the truth, right? But I see the long game in this. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to take my emotional reaction out of it. You're in a separate place in my mind. And I'm going to let this thought literally like come and go. It would basically, it's very similar. Like what I liken it to is like, it's very similar to like, let's just say somebody, let's just say somebody's like, trying not to text somebody that's not their spouse, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you literally like get a person's name in your head and you're like, oh, yep, there's a, that that person's name. And then I'm going to like exit it out, yeah. you know, without like taking the step to, because that the devil will use anything like gambling, mm-hmm. pornography, you like name the game and like he's all in it. Whatever has worked for you in the past, mm-hmm. he will try again. But the very first time that mm-hmm. you, you experience a thought and like not act, not act on it, like that carves a new pathway in your brain mm-hmm. where now your brain's like, oh, okay, like there's something else going on here. And so then it's easier for you to take a step of trusting God the second time. And so the very yeah. last step is just like getting in the truth. Like mm-hmm. I don't have my Bible like with me, but it's just basically like recognizing the devil's lies and like thinking that he has, God hasn't gifted us with all foods or thinking that food is our comfort and our God. And those Mm. are the two biggest things. Like what protected me from, from enjoy or what protected me from restricting and actually like enjoying food was that, Oh, God has given me all foods for Mm. my enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And then what protected me from not overindulging was, Oh, food is never meant to be my, my comfort or my God, because God is that for me. Mm. Like I just had to give him, give God a chance to see like, like there was literally a point in my journey where I was like, God, I'm like calling your bluff. Like, I don't really think that like you are going to show up for me as my comfort. I'm going to mm-hmm. try it. Yeah. But I'm like, if this doesn't work, I'm literally <laughs> going back to the food. And I never <laughs> went back. But I think that God, like, um, like, res- like, I think that God like wants, uh, like, Our you know honesty. what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Like God wants yeah. that honesty because, uh, because at least it was me saying like, okay, like God, I'm giving you all I got. I'm going to try and uh, like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to mm-hmm. like try to trust you. And then it was just like one baby step of trust mm-hmm. led to like another baby step of trust. I no longer stand on like the ground that all of these things are my God. Like God, you are my God. And it, it's just keeping constant communication with him. That's like yeah. all of life. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a gratitude moment or this is a trust moment. And mm-hmm. in the beginning it was like all trust moments with food and like, mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then it just like morphed over time. The more like, um, yeah, I just like the more secure I got and like, Oh, I'm like actually gonna like step out and experiment with my food. And then God taught me, like retaught me how to eat basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Like meal by meal. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was like kind of the journey, but it's like that, that thought battle that yeah. really like I, once I got wins, it's like, okay, the devil wanted me to do this, but instead God this through the the Holy Spirit, then like that was a win versus like necessarily eating something or not eating something, which is really the world's way of looking at wins. But yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a really good point. Yeah. I I just let, you're dropping a lot of truth here. I wish I took notes, but I'll go back and take notes later. Um, But I love, love the way you said that um, we are not like supposed to ever engage in battle with the devil. And I think that Jesus did that so well in the wilderness where he didn't like choose to argue with the devil about the like things that were coming at him, you know, like where he said, I'll give you all the kingdom or like, if you just bow down and worship me, like Jesus didn't really stand there arguing with him. He just like dropped scripture and like it didn't, the thought didn't exist in his head. Like you said, it just was gone. And I think that's so good. Like that we're not supposed to just step into battle with the devil. Like God has already won this battle. So it's not our job to, Yes. Yeah, and I and that's so yeah. good the example with the spouse thing cuz it's like as soon as you pick up your phone and you start taking action on that then you're opening the door for the right. devil to come in and then he can come in hard with and I know he's done this with me. It's like if I if I eat like 
you know, something that I'm not supposed to have, or I think I'm not supposed to have, then um, he will, like, if I just eat that one thing, the shame that comes with that is intense. And it's just like berating almost. And it's like, it's because I opened that door, you know, simply by, yeah. So what do you do in that situation? I mean, say you're, you're really craving something, you know, maybe you're, you're listening to a lie and you realize it's a lie. You want to go after what the truth is, but like, maybe your body's still hungry. Like, how do you handle that situation? What do you do there? Yeah, I think it's, I think, so that's so interesting what you were saying about Jesus in the wilderness, because I think for me, it's recognizing that like, it's totally like, because we live in this world and because we're not in heaven yet, the devil is here. Like, yes. he, like we can mute him out of our life, like to a certain extent, but the, he, he's not going to be not real once we like are healed from a struggle. So hmm. even, even like today, like he, he, if he like comes at me with a temptation, then it's like recognizing like, okay, I can have this temptation. Even Jesus was tempted. So like, there's no sin in the temptation, mm -hmm. but it's like what we do with it. And I do think that like, even if we start to go down that path, like the devil, once again, like the devil will say like, Oh, you already started. So it's like, it's all, all is lost. All is, all is too late. Yeah. But it's, it's, I feel like the intimacy that comes with Christ is always prodigal son, no matter what. And so I mm -hmm. always go back to, mm -hmm. okay, God, like, like a good example for me right now would be advocating for my son. So mm -hmm. a great example would be like, if I'm on the phone with the doctor's office and I'm trying to like get him an appointment and I like choose like harsher words than like, if I'm not kind to a yeah. doctor because I'm trying to advocate for my son, like that's a very conflicting thing for me right now that God's being super convicting of. Like yeah. these yeah. people are not knowing me by my love at right. all right. because I'm like, being firm, more firm yeah. than in, in, and there's a balance to that, right? Like right. you don't just say like, okay, sure, whatever, yeah, bye. Yeah. You know, like, but how can I, how can I choose words of love? Mm. And so like, that's a battle for, you, for me right now where I'm like, okay. And it's always thinking about my thoughts. And so like, but even if I go down that road, mm -hmm. even if I start to go down that road, that like God, like I can always keep my connection with God. But even if I'm like, oh, I like are like I'm on the call and I'm noticing that like I'm going I'm my my mind the devil's wanting me to go south with this yeah right and even if I already started to get impatient or something I'm mm -hmm. like okay like I can bring it back mm -hmm. and and honestly even if I like had the call and and I like was harsh the whole time like mm -hmm. that's an immediate moment where it's a conviction is so different than shame and I mm. think that those are just like because I mean if you take anybody in the Bible. Mm -hmm. They also, like, think about, like, David, right? Mm -hmm. Like, think about Peter, right? Like, they also had these struggles, but I feel like it's, like, the intimacy with Christ that I have now says, like, he's he is so much quicker to show me my sin, which one would think is super depressing, but it's actually so encouraging because, yeah. like, the... the I will like the quicker I can get back to peace because I've seen it full circle. Like this mm. has happened. Like there are so many moments, so much of me wants to like say this and this and this and this to this person. Mm. Right. And I am like, okay, let me think about this. Do like, God, is this like what I want to say? Or is this what I don't want to say? And like, I end up not saying it and it comes full circle. Like I see the whole other side of it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, thank goodness, like, I yeah. wasn't mean to that person, like, thank goodness, like, I maintained our friendship, because looking back, that, like, literally wasn't a big deal, or looking back, like, mm -hmm. that would have really made a big wedge in our friendship, or mm -hmm. if God is telling me to say something, it's going to probably be in a different tone than, like, what I would have probably said it had I not gone to God first, right? right. So, like, whenever it's with food, it's literally, like, okay, you know what, like, if the devil is, like, tempting me towards like something like to like eat my feelings or to like whatever it is like literally like almost not like have it out with him but I will like literally just be like God I don't like I'm a very passionate person and I always thought that like you have to get rid of this personality that is like super like passionate right and mm. I don't and now looking back I don't think that God has has said that to at all but he's just mm -hmm. like come to me with it right oh, because yeah. like, 
you know, like, and now I'm seeing that like, yeah, like there is value in having, you know, like in certain moments having like, that's what has allowed me, like when I go to him with my passion, that's what's allowed me to be like, like a a calm in self-control person Mm. to, you know, like to the rest of the world or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so like, that was kind of like a bunny trail that may not be necessarily relevant to food per se, but I think it still warrants like, again, I I thought that like once I was healed from my food and fitness struggles, I thought I wouldn't struggle with anything ever like again, but the whole process, the whole process of sanctification like is lifelong. And Mm -hmm. so like, that's the beauty of it is he has shown me, Mm -hmm. he has shown me so many things through healing me from my food, fitness and body image struggles that now I'm like, okay, God, now that I know all this, like, I trust that you're going to reveal how this relates to this other area of my life where like, I can start to see glimpses of like, I know where the devil, like, I know what the devil's trying to do, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't have it all, like, I, he hasn't, like, all revealed how the pieces fit, because my, my food, fitness, and body image struggle was really private, and so mm. there wasn't any, like, sin necessarily, like, like, directly at a person, right, as, as versus, like, so many yes. of the other things. Yeah, that is so true, because it's such a self-destructive thing, and you can... Yes. Not, and you feel like you're not hurting anybody around you, so you go to it more often because you don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like, I thought, like, it was, a, for me, it was such a good journey, I think, that God took me on to show, to show me, like, anything that's blocking me from intimacy with him is sin. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got to go on this journey by myself a little bit with God. Mm -hmm. But like now a lot of my struggles are maybe related to like my kids, like, Mm -hmm. and like other, other relationships or just like other sins that are like more outward than like what my struggle with food was. So now I'm trying to kind of like apply what he's taught me to that, but it is, it's a bit more complex, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like the same revelations, especially with like shame pride, apathy, and fear, which are the devil's tactics, Mm -hmm. like those for sure, I can see them, my tendencies to have those things, like those things showing up in other areas of my life. And I'm like, Oh, like that's the devil. Like God, how, like, like how, how are you going to have me like work through this? Or how are you going to have me hand this over? Or like, how do I combat Mm -hmm. this pride and this other area? And so, and I trust God that he's in his own time. He's going to reveal that to me, but Mm -hmm. it's another thing where like, I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, like, what does it look like to claim victory, like, in that struggle, whereas I know, like, I have victory over this struggle, just from a pure, like, um, just from a pure, also from a pure, like, physical standpoint, too, like, once I started to actually, like, allow myself to have a diet of all foods, or, like, all foods that my body would you know, would tolerate, which happens to be all foods and I could enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then I lost all those crazy, crazy cravings yeah. to like eat copi- copious amounts. And so, because my body was actually getting satisfied in that, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in multiple ways, it's like physically satisfied and like emotionally, immensely satisfied through what I was eating and just through my own relationship with Christ. Right. Like mm-hmm. he was satisfying yeah. me. Right you know, spiritually and like my whole, like my whole being. And so I feel like on, on both levels, I was like, you know, getting that satisfaction. So Mm -hmm. like, that's why I felt like, because it was truly like all, all areas, like Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, like I don't, yeah, I don't have those like pulls anymore. But that's back then, so, it was just yeah, like, I feel amazing. like I'm never going to, yeah, like I'm never going to not crave right. tons of food. But, right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I can look back at other struggles in my life and think, you know, wow, God, I don't struggle with that anymore. And it's such a freeing feeling. But then, yeah, I mean, I struggle with new things now. <laughs> but right, Exactly. But I like what you said, that it's it's actually a blessing that he reveals these things. And I always think of it like as just, he, you know, that verse, he disciplines those he loves. And I just think he's doing this because he loves me and he doesn't want to leave me in this. He doesn't want to leave me in a pit of shame. And that's really comforting when you think about it because it's he like, wants- yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And I just, I, the only thing I was going to say was like, it's exactly what you said. I think that there's so like, for me, it was so comforting to know that like when life is really hard, like life can throw so many different things at us because it's a broken, because we live in a fallen world. Right. right. And so like, 
God wants us to have peace, like, through those things. Like, no, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we can't chase after easy, but we can know that, like, and that's the encouragement to other people. The encouragement to other people is, like, uh, is this true life with Christ? It's not, like, oh, you're, like, oh, I'm going to encourage you because you're eventually going to live a sin-free life. Like, Mm -hmm. like, after all this is said, after all this is said and done, like of a relationship with Christ, like yes, I of course was healed along mm-hmm. the way from mm-hmm. my food, fitness, and body image struggles because that was my my biggest struggle. But that like isn't the prize. Like the prize in all of it is God. Yeah. And so I think like now I know, like beyond a shadow of a doubt, that like I have no idea what he, what is going to come, like what he's going to allow to mm-hmm. happen in my life. But like, and it's, I know I'm like, okay, like it might be like really painful or something devastating to me. But like, I know that that Avenue and that communication with Christ is like always going to be there, but it's really hard because everything in this world every single thing that's marketed to us mm-hmm. is marketed to make our life easier or better mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. more comfortable. So like, it's just hard to like tell, it's just hard to describe again, that piece of Christ that's always with us. The way that I describe it, it's like a blanket that I never have to take off. And yeah. so like, again, it goes back to that feeling at nighttime when it's been a hard day with kids and like, we need something to zone out to. Like I'm lit, you know, like I would mm-hmm. literally be like, give me something phone, give me yeah. something to like make me like feel better. And it's just like, because that's the way the world tells us, or like, mm-hmm. that's the way, you know, and I think that people do like, just keep chasing that. Oh, let me go sh- online shopping. Let me book the vacation or right. whatever it is. Right. And so I think that at the end of the day, it's like, I, I don't like, I would never say that I market like, or like, I just love talking about like the, int- what the intimacy of Christ, like the fruit that it can bring in our life, like the encouragement mm-hmm. that like, even just somebody like you that we met on Instagram, even is to me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I see, like, absolutely. Things, yeah. Like you're doing. And it's like those things that I'm like, oh my goodness, when we start to see God, ch- God changing somebody's life, like mm-hmm. there is no other like awesome, cool thing like mm-hmm. than that, like mm-hmm. my own life. And like, when I think back to like how I used to be right, not that like God didn't love me then because he for sure did, you yeah. know, like I never look back at my life and I'm like, oh, that, yeah. like, I can't believe that was me, but you know what I mean? But right. it's just like those things that are like kingdom, amazing, like, amazing like build his kingdom here things that are happening here on earth that Mm -hmm. are like the only god only things that god could do like that's the stuff that is like the beautiful thing that we get to like live for every day but it's hard because it's Mm -hmm. like not the instant fix it's not you Mm -hmm. know like it's not any of the things that the world is talking about so it's like yeah it's a lot of times i think that like oh when god heals me you know people think that like oh when god heals me like I'm going to be happy. Like, it's going to be easy. It's going to be all mm. great. And it's like, well, you will have pe- like, no, but like God will give you this peace that is amazing just from having intimacy with him. Like he'll teach you how to crave reading his word. Like he'll teach you how to pray. Like he'll teach you mm-hmm. what it means to like worship him and, him and live in a community of like like-minded people and how amazing that can be. But yeah. it's just a different, such a different approach than, you know, than what I think a lot of us can sometimes like go into how we think it'll look like for God to heal us from our struggles, I guess. But Absolutely. No, I totally agree. And I think I've thought many times, if I could just get over this, life will be good. And I will have completely unobstructed relationship with God. But it's not true because, like, we live in this world and, and the enemy comes at us all the time. But there is a place of experiencing more intimacy. And that yeah. can happen when you conquer struggles, when you have victory over that. Well, I could talk to you all day, Ryan. You are amazing. I love what you're doing because I think this is so needed. I think this is a problem that people do not talk about, but they're like internally, like they, that's why the diet industry I think is so huge because like people are looking for any kind of quick fix to deal with this like really deep emotional thing that's going on. Um, and so I love that we're talking about this. I love that like we're making space for women to like feel these things like before the Lord. And so anyways, where can people find you? I want to just tell us where they can find you. 
Yes. Thank you so much, Erica. It's been such a joy. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is food.fitness.andthegospel. And then I'm also on YouTube. Just look up Rayanne Porte on YouTube. And then you can also send me an email. It's just food.fitness.andthegospel at gmail.com. And so if you reach out to me on any one of those platforms, definitely um, let me know that you want me to send you my ebook. I'm kind of in the process of um, just getting it like actually like formally published. But right now I just have a PDF. Yeah you get a lot of questions and it was just it's just been so much easier to be able to send people my ebook because it's kind of an end-to-end yeah um just description of my journey so mm-hmm. I'm hoping like if you, if you read the ebook and you still have questions for sure like let me know you can always 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 chat with me mm-hmm. um but I'm hoping to always house you know like even if I need to add things to that ebook at least it's you know it is what it is right now that yeah. it kind of takes you from kind of like the beginning to the end mm-hmm. um but yeah, I do. I also agree with you, Erica. I think it's something that the devil wants us to keep, you know, hidden. And I, I for me, there were so many times when because of that shame component, I literally couldn't even, like, I would just be sobbing, even mm. thinking or about talking about something or thinking about that I, you know, that I did something. And I think it's just, um, yeah, it can be, it can be, it can be emotional for a lot yeah. of people. And now knowing that God you know, God can get us to the other side. I think mm-hmm. it's definitely worth um, giving others hope. You know, absolutely, about yeah. And there's so much hope in your story. I just love hearing like how God has walked you through this. And thank you for being on today, um, guys. I will put all the links. I'll put her um, Instagram, her YouTube, everything, her ebook down in the description. So if you want to check her out, please do because it has been so encouraging to me. Um, and thank you, friends. We will see you next time.